It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. ACOG, or the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, has been warning against early elective delivery since the 70s, and the March of Dimes, an advocacy group and one of the most respected in America, has long campaigned to discourage this practice. Why is that? Why is this dangerous for mom or for baby? The answer comes from our doctor today. Our guest is Dr. Stacy Nemoth. She's an obstetrician and gynecologist at Cox Health, located in Springfield, Missouri. Welcome to the show, Dr. Nemoth. So what is early elective delivery, and why have March of Dimes and ACOG been discouraging this practice? Well, early elective delivery is defined typically as a... Um, induction or delivery prior to 39 weeks of gestation. Um, And it's elective because it is not supported by a clear-cut medical indication, either for mom or for baby, to warrant um, delivery at that gestational age. And there has been a push, like you said, um, in recent years from both ACOG and the March of Dimes to decrease this practice um, due to increasing um, NICU or neonatal ICU admission rates in those what we tend to call early-term babies. Um, and so it's been found that it's healthier um, and safer for the baby if there's not an indication to deliver early um, to let them stay in there, uh, as the March of Dimes would say, for the full 40. Why would someone ever choose this? I mean, maybe some women are busy, you know, working women and they and they want to get the baby going and and get back to work or stuff. But I mean, it would seem to me that it's that it's dangerous. 39 weeks is how long the baby's supposed to be in there. Would it ever be recommended by doctors and why? Um, I think in the past there've been a lot of different social um, considerations that have come into play with scheduling both for, you know, the moms and their families. Maybe there are family members coming in from out of town. Maybe there's child care to coordinate with um, other children. Um, Or maybe it's scheduling on the doctor's part where, you know, they want to ensure that they have their specific obstetrician there at the time of delivery for comfort or, you know, other reasons. And um, I think all of these factors have contributed in the past. Well, and I can even see that, really, because you never know. I mean, babies are unpredictable, and births, you just never know exactly when they're going to happen. When I gave birth to my second child, my doctor came in, and she said, four lousy hours, you couldn't wait for me, four hours. Well, no, I couldn't, so I had to use one of her partners. But how exactly. dangerous That's is that? happened there? to all of us. It has, and and I was bummed <laughs> that she wasn't the doctor that got to deliver my second child. I really was, but... When nature calls, nature calls, and, and that baby's ready to come out, they're ready. So what is the risk? Is there a risk to the baby? I mean, 37 weeks, not everything is necessarily complete, right? Right, and, you know, sometimes it is, um, but sometimes that those lungs aren't completely mature 
or baby's brain development isn't quite ready for temperature regulation and the, you know, neurologic uh, coordination that's needed to breathe and be able to suck and swallow all at the same time. And so a lot of 37 or 38-week babies do just fine. Um, but we really don't have that crystal ball to be able to predict which ones are going to be ready and which ones aren't. So if there's not a clear medical indication for either mom or baby's safety to warrant delivery, um, it's best to let those babies fully mature to that 39-week mark to help avoid um, those risks. Do we call them preemies? Um, no, we don't. Um, traditionally, a full-term infant has been defined as 37 weeks gestation um, or greater. You will see some newer terms in the literature, such as a late preterm infant, which is um, somewhere around 35 to 36 weeks. So technically, they're premature, but they're later in the gestation. Or we've seen... Um, the other, the opposite terms of early term deliveries. So technically, they're full full term infants, but they're earlier um, in that three week time span. And so, tell us a little bit about putting an end to this procedure. Are you advocating that people do not do this, that they do not ask their doctors, or that doctors do not, you know, recommend an early elective delivery? And is there a difference? Like, does insurance not cover something like that? Um, Insurances are starting to not cover this. Um, I practice in the state of Missouri, and we recently had legislation come down from a state level that elective deliveries prior to 39 weeks gestation without a clear-cut medical indication. And they're using um, the list that is published by ACOG as um, reasons for induction of labor prior to 39 weeks, the list of medical indications. Um, that our Medicaid program is not paying for those deliveries. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm just on the opposite end of the spectrum. Stay in there. I wanted that baby to stay in forever because once they're out, they're out, and then life changes completely. So, you know, give your best advice to women listening, and I'm going to expand the topic just for a few minutes here, about women who are pregnant. And as as an obstetrician-gynecologist, what do you really want them to know when they're in those last little bits, the 37th, 38th, 39th week of, you know, gestation, and, and what's going to happen to them? Give them your best advice for those last few weeks sure so those are the those last few weeks um, tend to be some of the hardest I think mentally and emotionally in pregnancy because number one you're just playing the waiting game you've gone through your most of your ultrasounds you've gone through all your tests you've read your books you've taken your classes and now you're just waiting to meet this baby and so there's a heightened you know level of anxiety there um, nervousness and joy and all of those overwhelming emotions, you're ready to see this child. Um, And so I think that plays into um, wanting to deliver. The second thing is that, you know, those last few weeks of pregnancy tend to be uncomfortable for a lot of women. 
They may have swelling in their hands and feet. They're having more um, low back pain. They're probably starting to have some more cramping and contractions as their body's getting ready for delivery. And so I know that plays into um, that wanting to deliver, kind of ready to be done with those aches and pains and things as well. And I would just counsel that the minute that you see that baby, all of those things fall away. You forget all of that aching in your back, the aching in your feet, that anticipation, and, you know, it just, it goes away, and it's all completely worth it. And our goal as obstetricians is to have a happy, healthy mom and a happy, healthy baby. And so we, you know, really um, take to heart these recommendations that if there's not a reason for that baby to come early, don't rush it. Great advice, Dr. Nemeth. Absolutely great advice. You can see more about Dr. Stacy Nemeth at CoxHealth.com. And you don't rush it. Pregnancy is a wonderful time. And once the baby is born, then you have your whole lives. And believe me, once there's teenagers, you're wishing you were pregnant again. So, you know, it's really, it's a wonderful time of life and something that certainly shouldn't be rushed. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.